What is the state of deployment of DNS security out there? How many people have signed their domains? How many people are checking signatures? What is DNS security or DNSSEC all about anyway? It's episode 320 of the Dan York Report, and recently we at the Internet Society released a report called The State of DNSSEC Deployment 2016, which gives a snapshot at December 2016 of where DNS security or DNSSEC in particular is deployed globally, what's happening, what's out there, all of that. Now, to back up first, let's talk about what it is and why we need it. Now, the internet works using DNS or the domain name system to take human readable domain names like soundcloud.com and turn it into numbers, numerical addresses that computers actually use to route packets across the internet. Now, think about it in terms of a phone, right? We don't necessarily call phone numbers anymore. We might, but more often we will go to our address book and we'll look up, you know, you'll say Dan York, you'll find that and you'll call me. Or you'll call home or your mom or somebody. Or these days you might use Siri to go and ask for a, a, num- a, na- a number if you're on an iPhone or, so- or an amp- something like that. You're using some method which is going and doing a directory lookup on some directory to get you a phone number that you're then able to do. I do it a lot with Google Maps, things like that. I find a store and then I just go and I hit their number and I call. I don't actually know the underlying numbers. Well, well, that's what DNS does for the internet. So when we go to soundcloud.com or when we go to any website that's out there or when we use apps, they're underneath that connecting out to various different web servers and websites and, and things like that or just servers, not, maybe not even the web. But they need to get the underlying IP addresses, IPv4, IPv6, whatever it may be. Now, the challenge comes in is that there's a possibility that an attacker could go and send you bogus information. They can, if they can get to the point in the network where they can send you spoofed queries, when you say, where is soundcloud.com slash Dan York, it can go out and say, well, soundcloud.com is here. And it would send you to a different set of IP addresses. Now, it might be hard to replicate soundcloud.com on somewhere else, but it might be easier to replicate a, a website for some other service or system or whatever that could you could go and enter in your information there and inadvertently disclose your personal information to somebody for phishing purposes. Or it might send you to a site that might uh, automatically download malware onto your system. All of these kinds of things. DNS has no you know, guarantee that the info you're getting is correct, except with the addition of what's called DNSSEC. With DNSSEC, what happens is you have a cryptographic signature on your, a digital signature on your records in DNS, which is then checked by the DNS resolver, the thing that's sending out the query saying, where is internetsociety.org? And what's happening is it will get back records that say, here's the internetsociety.org IP addresses, and here's the signature proving they are correct. And on your end, you can check that or validate it, as we say. You can check it to make sure, yes, those are the correct IP addresses I want to go to. So once you've done that, you can now connect to that site, those services. And DNSSEC provides this great way that you don't have to trust the info out of DNS. You can be sure that you're getting the correct things and you're connecting to the correct sites. So 
DNSSEC has been around for really most of 20 years in various different forms, but until 2010, when the root of DNS was signed with a signature, it wasn't really super usable. Now, since 2010, it's slowly been growing in terms of usage, in terms of people using it and deploying it in different places. In this report that we released, we talk about what's the current state? Where are things going? What is, what's out there? Now, in some cases, it, it, I mean, it, it really varies widely, to be honest, because in some cases, like with a lot of European uh, networks and a lot of European country code top-level domains, there's a lot of DNSSEC activity. In Sweden's .se, in the Netherlands .nl, the Czech Republic's .cz, in some of those areas, over 50% of all domains are signed with signatures. Now, on the opposite side, only less than 1% of .com domains are signed. You know, it's a wide range in there. Similarly, in some countries in Europe, uh, a huge percentage of DNS queries that are sent out are being checked for valid signatures, while in other parts of the world, it's a very small percentage. So it's not very evenly distributed. It's out there. But this report goes into all of that. It looks at what are... You know, what, what's the percentage that are being signed in different areas? What, uh, what tools are available? What's out there? What validation is happening? Uh, you know, it's finding out that um, in many cases, about 14% of all global queries are being, are being validated in there. But yet 80% of clients are now requesting DNSSEC validation. So we're seeing a lot of different changes out there in different ways. Um, we're also seeing a significant number of applications now being able to use DNSSEC or, or Dane. And, and Dane is something else. It's, it's called the, the, the DNS-based authentication of named entities. So it's a fancy way of saying basically checking out is the TLS certificate, what we used to call SSL, is that the correct certificate that should be used to make a confidential connection to a website? And Dane is a service that builds on DNSSEC to be able to provide confidentiality. Now, DNSSEC itself doesn't, you know, doesn't do anything with encryption, doesn't do anything with confidentiality. It's all about integrity, about ensuring you're getting the correct trusted information. With Dane, it can add a layer for confidentiality, for more trust and more things like this. So the report looks at where is Dane being used, and it turns out that one of the significant areas it's being used is for email, for securing connections between server-to-server -server connections for the delivery of email. So if I can do a lookup and find that there's a Dane record for your email server, I can use that to verify the correct TLS certificate I should use to encrypt my email from my mail server to your mail server. And so it can help with that. And in fact, some of the stats we're finding are that, you know, over 100,000 email domains are currently using this higher level of security. Now, that's only a drop in the overall bucket, but it's a pretty large percentage in some areas like Germany, where this is being heavily promoted. There are also a couple of reports out from the United States uh, NIST and from the Bundesrepublik, uh, from the German, the German uh, government's uh, agency, saying that these are ways that you can use to go and secure email. So 
This report goes into all of that and much more. It also talks about the challenges, which are very real. There's some real issues with getting DNSSEC deployed out there, and, and it covers some of those. It talks about what they are. It talks about places where there can be growth. It looks at the desire to roll out stronger cryptography. And a lot of the signing of domains is happening with 1024-bit RSA, which may not mean much to folks, but it's it's on the weaker side of cryptographic protocols. We'd like to move to using elliptic curve cryptography and, and other different algorithms that are there. But the challenge is that uh, getting that move through the whole DNS infrastructure is challenging. I wrote an internet draft about it, in fact, that's, uh, that talks about that. So that's covered in here. A lot of more information. Um, it's it's out there. This report is there. If you're interested in what's happening with DNS security, I would encourage you to go listen to or read it, check it out, see what's there, understand what you can possibly do to go and secure your own domains. Can you look at how you get them signed? Can you look at how you start doing validation within your own uh, networks. That's kind of on one level the easy part, starting to validate, to check the signatures. Can you start doing that? Now, this report is designed to be the first of a set of annual reports for at least some period of time here while we look at this, this going out. So I'm looking forward to doing the 2017 report where we're able to look at the year-over-year -year growth and see how far have we come from 2016 to 2017. How far are we going from 2017 to 2018? That kind of thing. We'd like to see this growth out there. So I have a link in the notes for here about where you can go and read the report. I would, uh, again, encourage you to, uh, to, to read it, understand it, ask questions about it, ask me questions about it. You know, let's use this as a way to discuss what, what's going on with DNSSEC how we can deploy it further, what we can do with it, and how we can move the needle and accelerate this deployment even further. I'd also encourage you, please, share this. Let other people know about this report. Let them see that there is real deployment happening. There's a lot more to go, but it's, it's, uh, it's underway and moving along. So with that, I'll, uh, again, I'll have a note for the show notes. I'd love to hear comments either here at soundcloud.com slash danyork or anywhere on social media where this appears. And you can find more of my writing here or more of my audio here at soundcloud.com slash danyork and more of my overall writing and audio at danyork.me. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. And please get out there and deploy DNSSEC. Thanks.